1: I want to talk about the power of tithing. And I want to start by sharing a familiar scripture with you that I've quoted you many times before. Here it is in the King James. You don't have to read it. I'll read it for you. Here we go. go. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house. And prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts. If I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it, amen. Well, like I said, I've used this scripture many times in almost every translation, and I have because it's a great encouragement for the act of tithing. But this week, uh, while on vacation with my family, we had a discussion that led us back to Malachi and this verse of Scripture. And for the first time, the phrase, windows of heaven, just jumped out at me. And I had to step back and I had to ponder on why God would use this way of saying how much he would bless us if we would tithe in obedience. Why? would he say he would open the windows of heaven to pour us out a blessing? Well, by doing a little research, I discovered that the only other time, at least that I could find, that that exact way of describing something was way back in Genesis when the word says, in the 600th year of Noah's life, on that day were all the fountains of the great deep broken up, and the windows of heaven were opened. And it rained for 40 days and 40 nights. So I'm thinking, wait a minute. The most significant supernatural God moment in thousands of years up to that time. The great flood that destroyed mankind, but for Noah and his family. That event was an open heaven's window and pour out enough rain to destroy the earth kind of event. And now, the only other time God talks about opening heaven's windows is to describe the kind of blessings he will pour out on you and me because of our obedience and tithing. You see, in Noah's time, God actually opened up the windows of heaven and poured down rain for 40 days and nights. And in Malachi, he tells us that he will open up the windows of heaven and pour out blessings on us. And when the great flood came, the earth couldn't handle it. And when we tithe, the Lord says there in Malachi, he will pour out so much blessing that we can't handle it. Have you ever wondered what it is about the promises of God? that causes us to be selective in what we want to believe and actually receive into our life? I mean, almost all of us are going to grab hold of John 3.16. We throw all our faith at that word, as well we should. That whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. John 3.16 is a promise that engages us. It induces us to action. Whosoever believeth, that's you. You have to believe to receive the gift of everlasting life. Well, Malachi 3.10 is the same way. God is trying to help us by giving us a promise to engage us, to extract the enormous benefit of being one of his children. And it's simply to exercise the discipline of tithing in our life. You know, many people are very cynical when it comes to scriptures like Malachi 3.10. They want to believe it, but it's just too easy to let it be about church or some ministry, using God's word to get money out of people. But it's really important To remember that God's ways are not our ways. And he's made it crystal clear many times in the word. That when we honor him first. With our money. And we prove that we love him more. Than our money. That we can communicate with him on a different level. And tithing. Is the method he chose. Where we can tangibly do something. To demonstrate our love and our trust in God. I'm so very convinced today that God wants to bless us and see us prosper and have every good thing in life. And I also know he wants to teach us and he wants to strengthen our faith in trials by fire. And I believe that if you are struggling in any area of your life today and you are not tithing consistently, that it's not necessarily a reason that you're struggling. But if you begin worshiping God by the discipline of tithing, I believe God's promise to open up the very windows of heaven and pour out His blessings on you will become the testimony your life.
0: On the bright side, we'll return after this message from Nebo Tools. Visit nebotools.com.
2: What looks like a high-tech hockey puck splits in half and can light a distance of up to 78 feet. It's Nebo Tools' innovative task light and emergency beacon. Both lights attach magnetically to each other as one unit, but are separately powered and can also operate independently. The task light provides up to 48 hours of hands-free lighting in three different ways, with the adjustable stand, hanging hole, or magnetic base. The emergency beacon has a magnetic back and can operate in five different modes, including flash, rotating flash, and SOS signal. Twin Pucks is the Nebo Tools version of the Dynamic Duo. You can find Nebo Tools' intensely bright flashlights in hardware stores everywhere, batteries' Plus bulbs and online at nevotools.com. Check out all the bright ideas at nebotools.com, including the twin pucks. Use the promo code Christian radio,
0: Christian radio,
2: and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home or play for the ultimate in
3: flashlights. Let Nebo light your way. The word twist used to make me think of twist-off caps. Those are for sissies. Or plot twists, which drive me nuts. Or even that horrid game Twister. Could there be anything more wrong? The Twist Z light by Nebo Tools changed all that. Twist Z is a work light, lantern, and flashlight. One you can depend on. With Nebo's patented chips-on-board technology, the Twist Z provides up to 26 hours of convenient hands-free lighting and a four-times adjustable zoom. This compact light, under 7 inches long and less than 2 inches in diameter weighs just over a half a pound you can find nebo tools intensely bright flashlights in hardware stores everywhere at batteries plus bulbs and online at nebotools.com check out all the bright ideas at nebotools.com including the remarkable twist z use the promo code christian radio and receive a 10 percent discount on your order when you need a work light lantern or flashlight check out the twist z at work home or play for the ultimate flashlights let nebo light your way
0: Welcome back to On the Bright Side. Visit onthebrightside.org to email Bobby and let him know you're listening.
1: I want to encourage you in your finances today, and I'm going to do that by sharing with you some wisdom in the word about your money, your faith, and two elephants. So, before you ask what does two elephants have to do with my financial situation? Uh, just listen to this. Two elephants were taking a leisurely walk on the decks of Noah's Ark after the big flood. They stood for quite a while looking out into the water in every direction as far as they could see. Finally, one elephant speaks. Wasn't this couples cruise a great idea? Okay, how many think that that was the female elephant that spoke up? (laughs) It probably was. But in any case, you have to admit, she had a great attitude. And that's the first thing that we want to remember about our finances. We have to have a good attitude. We can't get discouraged about our financial situation. We have to keep everything in perspective. The Apostle Paul said, whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. So if we're going to see things turn around, it starts with having a good attitude, like the elephant who chose to believe she was on a couple's cruise. We also need to grasp a concept that many of us struggle with. You see, as Christians, we're called to walk a different path. We learn in the word that we live in the world, but we are not of the world. We know that we must engage in and adopt somewhat to the world around us. But our influence and convictions come from God and not from the world. As Christians, in fact, we are to reject what the world has to offer us because our motives and ambitions and inner strength comes from the Lord. So when so we don't let the world influence influence us. So when it comes to our money... And all financial matters, it should be the same way. Because our money is also called to a different path and purpose. If we don't allow the world to dictate our thinking and influence our moral and spiritual decisions, why would we allow the world to make the rules and set the course for our money? But unfortunately, most of us decide that our faith and our money live in two different worlds. We're programmed to believe the banker, the Wall Street Journal, some newsletter or any and all advice that comes from a broken financial system. But I want to submit to you today that your money and your finances are subject to kingdom principles just as much as anything else in your life. In fact, the word says more on the subject of finances than just about anything else. You see, God wants to reveal himself to us by intervening in our finances. And he's provided us with principles and promises and wisdoms that, when applied, will not be subject to any economic indicator, any stock market analysis, currency fluctuation, interest calculation, consumer trend or forecast. God doesn't need their help to guide us to financial prosperity. One of the best examples of our money walking a different path is when we are sensitive to the needs of ministry and we decide to invest in it. Then God always blesses us in some way. We don't know in what way and we don't know when it will come. But it always happens. And sometimes it even happens. Financially. I'm convinced that God wants to teach us. He wants to grow us. And ultimately to bless us. With every good thing in our life. And there's one more thing. You not only need a good attitude. About your finances. And need to understand that your money. Is not like the world's money. But you also need. To activate faith in your finances. And you might ask, how do I do that? How do I activate my faith? There are several ways. The best way is through your relationship with Christ. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. Through him, our faith literally has no limit. Another way is you activate your faith by speaking his word. Because faith comes by hearing the word, even if you're the one speaking it. And you can activate your faith by praising him. You praise him for what he's done. You praise him for what he's doing. And you praise him for what he's going to do in your life. Listen, if you're struggling today with your finances, today's a good day to stop worrying about it. And allow God to become your business manager. And I believe that when you do that, something good will happen. In Jesus' name. Can you say praise the Lord this morning?
0: Nebo Tools keeps you on the bright side with Nebo Flashlights, respected by emergency professionals everywhere.
4: What's small enough to fit in your hand, made of anodized aircraft-grade aluminum, and is completely rechargeable? If you answered Redline RC Flashlight by Nebo Tools, you are 100% correct! The newest rechargeable Redline from Nebo has a MagDock, a magnetic charging station that docks and charges your Redline RC. This high-powered 320 lumen LED flashlight is water-and-impact resistant, has a steel belt and pocket clip, an ergonomic non-slip grip, magnetic base, protective LED housing, and charging indicator light. It's dependable and and it looks cool too. The Redline RC, it's what all other flashlights wish they could be. You can find Nebo Tools's intensely bright flashlights at Batteries Plus Bulbs, hardware stores everywhere, and online at nebotools.com. Check out all the bright ideas at nebotools.com, including the Redline RC. Use the promo code ChristianRadio and receive a 10% discount on your order at Work Home or Play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way.
0: Nebo Tools welcomes you back to On the Bright Side and invites you to try flashlights, respected by emergency professionals everywhere.
1: I thought this was cute. This, is a, this was a, a little pawn on a church sign that everybody could see as they drove by. As you pass this little church, be sure to stop and visit. So when at last you're carried in, God won't ask, who is it? You know, I want to encourage some people here today because it's becoming very clear that the recession that we've all been hearing about is starting to find its way even down here in Texas. I mean, we're all aware of some jobs that are being lost and some businesses that are not doing as well. They're suffering. And this is just one of those times that when we say we need to trust God, we're not kidding, our needs are very real. And our needs, and we, they need to be met. And when it's time for the offering each Sunday, we all know that it's meant to be a time to show our thanks to God for what we have and for us to show some discipline in our giving. But to be honest, in times like these, offering time can also remind us of what we can't do and of what we don't have and of the financial stress that we might be going through. Well, when that happens, we have to turn the tables on that line of thinking, and I'll tell you why. Because it can rob us of the joy that we receive from honoring God in our giving. You see, what we can't give and what we don't have doesn't have any bearing on our ability to be blessed from what we can give and what we do have. Did you get that? I'll tell you again. I'm going to do it anyway. What we can't give and what we don't have doesn't have any bearing on our ability to be blessed from what we can give from what we do have. And sometimes it even takes faith to do that. But you know what? That's the way it's supposed to be. So you should never get discouraged at offering time because it's meant to be a time to worship God no matter what financial condition you're in. In fact, it's a great time. To stand on God's promises and trust Him for the financial provision in your life. And I'm talking about promises like this. When the Apostle Paul was encouraging the Philippians, this is what he said. My God will meet all your needs according to His glorious riches in Christ Jesus. Well, I don't know about you, but I think that's a fantastic promise. It says God will meet your needs, not maybe, not if. It says it will meet all of your needs, not some of them, but all of them. Then it says according to his glorious riches. You see, God's not just rich. He's gloriously rich. He has endless, unlimited resources for you. So how are we supposed to react? When we hear one of God's promises like that, but we're just hanging on financially. Are we doing something wrong? Do we not really understand God's message? Well, the answer, of course, is no. You're not being punished. You're just being tested. And you can believe that God's promises will always stand, especially when you stand on them. And I've heard it explained this way. With every promise, there's a premise. When God makes a promise, He's saying, I'll always do my part if you will do yours. So here's a few simple principles to live by so that God can meet all your needs. Here's the first one. Pray before you pay. We need to acknowledge that all our resources come from God and we need to ask God to get involved in all of our financial decisions. That includes our buying decisions, large and small. The Word says you should ask and you shall receive and your joy will be complete. The second principle is when you have a need plant a seed. You know, it doesn't sound logical to our human nature to give at the very time that you have a need. That's why it requires faith to do it. But God says this, my ways are not your ways. So when you give during your time of need, you exercise that faith. You unleash God's blessings on your life. And the last principle is this. Trust is a must. We have to trust God in everything, including our finances. God knows that doesn't come easy for most of us. But God wants us to trust Him and not even worry or be anxious about money. Because when we worry about everything, what we're really saying is, it all depends on me. And that's actually displeasing to God. So the more that we trust Him with everything in our life, the more He can meet our needs. So, you know, it's not unusual for us to have problems, and it's especially normal for us to have financial problems, but God has a purpose behind every problem. And one of them, and the most important one, is for us to learn to trust Him. We can't let financial problems get us down. We have to keep keep praying. We have to keep planting seeds. And above all, we have to keep trusting God because He's promised He'll take care of us. So I don't know what you're going through today, but God knows. And He's willing and He's able to meet all your needs. And you, just want, you just need to remember this, this last thing, what the Lord said. He said, in this world, you'll have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world.
0: And he makes the curve from first base, blows through second. Bye-bye, Thurn. And he crosses the home plate. What a beautiful slide. There's nothing like a good slide, but Nebo Tools has still managed to improve on the best-selling slide, flashlight, and work light. Nebo introduces the new Slide Plus, equipped with programmable memory settings for each of four light modes, new red light function, four times adjustable zoom, and a fully dimmable instant sliding on switch. A powerful flashlight or handy work light, the Slide Plus also comes with a standard 35 lumen red light mode and can provide up to nine hours of flashing red light find nebo tools intensely bright lights and flashlights including the versatile Light plus at batteries plus bulbs outlets and hardware stores everywhere and online at NeboTools.com. that's nebo tools.com use the promo code christian radio and receive a 10 percent discount on your order at work home or play for the ultimate in flashlights let nebo light your way